Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Just when you think you've heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. It's time. It's time to kickstart another hour of the JT Show. Bring your freaking ease. On with the show. Showtime. Now, here's more with JT on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to the JT Show, Hour 2, Super Talk Mississippi. Don't forget, coming up 1137, you can give us a call, 888-808-8637. Of course, you can always text us on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. And coming up at 12, we've got Sam Mims, Representative Sam Mims. He represents District 97. We'll talk to him about what's happening down at the Capitol. So Richard from Wiggins points out that Hank Aaron came in the era that was pre-steroids and was not roided up. He was just pure, no question, pure man. Uh, totally agree. So, uh, you know, Jeff and Grenada writes back when we were talking about the foreign aid, and I want to make it clear, I don't support all this crazy money we send overseas. But just in, in terms of uh, math, just looking at the math, it averages about $40 billion a year. It has for decades. That's that's less than 1% of what we spend. And while I'm all for eliminating it, the fact of the matter is where the big money is that needs to be considered if we're to address spending, it's not there. Yeah, every little bit adds up, but if you spend too much time focusing on a penny compared to a dollar, not going to get a whole lot accomplished. The, and the issue is unfortunately, that um, uh, it, it consumes so many cycles to go. Because at the end of the day, you wouldn't get rid of all of it. Even if you got Democrats to get on board, maybe you cut 10 or 12. Heck, the the last round of stimulus payments, the, 900, um, was it the $900 billion stimulus uh, act, which included $600 direct payments, just that alone cost $166 billion. That's already out the door. So you, you can do the math on, on that. That's uh, four-plus years of foreign uh, aid. It's crazy. So there's there's a lot of talk now coming out of the left. You know that Donald Trump, he ran that deficit debt up, and he does leave office having generated more than any other president. That's absolutely true. What's left out of that that discussion is more than half of that is a result of the coronavirus aid that was passed on an overwhelming bipartisan basis. It's it so just introducing all this money we're spending uh, to try to offset the, the economic consequences of shutting the place down because of the virus. It, it it just throws everything out the window. 
it and it um, it distorts and perverts all the data. So it's true. Last year, $3.3 trillion deficit as of uh, the end of the fiscal year for the federal government, which is September 30. $3.3 trillion, and two and change of that was coronavirus aid. Now, this is where the Democrats... It's like being upset that you all of a sudden have to increase the amount of your budget you're spending on your car because you got to get it fixed because somebody else T-boned you. And then somebody exactly. else was China. Exactly. Yes, excellent point. Way to describe that. But this is what they're losing sight of. Based on what Joe Biden is proposing, he's set to generate almost as high a deficit in the fiscal year 2021, which would be his first fiscal year. Now, the president only presides uh, over part of that because it kicked off October 1. So you've already got a quarter in the books for the fiscal year. But nonetheless, he's set to generate a high, as high a deficit, close to as much, in this one year as Trump did in four. That's the trajectory we're on. And he's made it very clear. I embrace and support deficit spending. That's exactly how he has described it. And his incoming Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, who I believe may have been confirmed already, Rhino, if not, is shortly will be. Uh, she seems to have garnered support from both sides of the aisle. But nonetheless, she, in her remarks uh, yesterday, yeah, she she's heard, been approved. Okay, or the day before yesterday, she made it very clear. She, we've got to go big. We got to spend a lot. Interest rates are down. Cost of borrowing is low. Spend, spend, spend. It, it kind of dilutes any notion of tax increases because they're talking about spending trillions, like multiple trillions. $1.9 trillion already set in this stimulus bill, and, and Joe Biden has just said, there's more where that's coming from. That's just a down payment. $1.9 trillion. That's half of a normal year's spending and, and so you got to believe there's a whole lot more teed up. But at the same time, he's calling for raising taxes, including increasing the corporate rate from 21 to 28%. And if you do the math on that, that would generate about 70 or $80 billion. That's nothing when you're talking about spending additional um, outlier spending of 4 or $5 trillion in aid. So... It, I, the math doesn't work. It never gets discussed. And, you know, you you got to, to some extent, criticize the Republicans as well because they won't talk about it in those simple terms. And and it's, uh, it's kind of disheartening. So uh, from Mobile, uh, J-Ray says, Mobile Bay Bears. I'm sorry. I had it wrong. So it's the Mobile Bay Bears, the Montgomery Biscuits. I had them crossed. Thanks for pointing that out. Appreciate that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I've been to that stadium. I, I, I'm pretty sure the one in Mobile is called Henry Aaron Stadium. Uh, saw my son play there. But um, let's see. The um, Carolyn Starkville says, y'all need to start looking at the judicial system and how high up it has been compromised, our media skills, big tech Hollywood. Well, so a moment ago, we were talking about this notion of if you support the traditional idea of grading school students 
on the basis of their performance on tests, completing homework assignments, uh, the the um, the quality and their performance on those assignments, attending class, the traditional sort of inputs to determine a grade. The district school district of San Diego, by the way, has has reformed their grading system. Those are not those are no longer the metrics. It is now determined. I think we said this yesterday, based on uh, a teacher's. Uh, just view of whether or not the student has mastered the content. The individual that initiated that and really pushed for that, the superintendent, her name escapes me, she's now the deputy director of the Department of Education. She's the number two or deputy cabinet secretary, the number two person. Her goal is, in fact, to implement that across the country. Just let's get rid of grades. Just let the teachers just, oh, I think you made a X. Don't worry about those silly tests and your test scores. Don't don't stay up all night as, as we're accustomed to, certainly at the college level, to make sure you, uh, you perform well on a test. That doesn't mean anything. B.J. and Brandon just read the Paris Accord will cost us $100 billion that will go under industrialized nations. It's crazy. Uh, the Paris Accord is uh, not going to move the needle from a climate change perspective and, unless somehow China and the, those nations that uh, that certainly do not regulate their emissions and their CO2, unless there's some reining in of that, uh, trying to institute climate reform and climate regs in the United States just doesn't move the needle. It, but we end up paying for it. it. It's really about redistribution. By the way, if you oppose climate change reform and, and climate change regs uh, and law, well, you're a white supremacist. Pretty sure that's the case as well. Um, Thomas and Greenwood says, what about what Mississippi's doing, passing everyone to the next grade this year? It's absolutely not true. Um, I, give me some examples of that, Thomas. Uh, that's just not true. Uh, they're they're not saying that that doesn't occur in some in some situations. I think there there is some grade inflation that is going on out there in the public schools, but don't think that's codified into law. If it is, let me know what the statute is. I I would appreciate that. Yeah. So. Uh, Chris in Ascatapa says the Associated Press is the source of the clone talking points in the media. You ever considered who controls the AP? I think there's probably some truth to that. I think there's a lot of influence. I don't know how much. I just think the media in general is just populated with people who are very left-leaning. I don't think they need the AP to tell them what and how to think. They already think that way. It's innate. I mean, we've already seen it with the snow, softball, snowball questions about the paint scheme for airports. Oh, my gosh. That was so nutty. And we'll take a break. First segment here in the second hour. We'll come back with more. Stay with us. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. 
As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter-Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. As stewards of the land, we know you are all-stars. So leave it up to us at Mississippi Arkansas Ag for your John Deere All-Star Package. The 3025E Tractor Plus Loader, Box Blade, Rotary Cutter, and a Trailer will keep you ahead of the game at just $349 per month. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 1031-2021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. Dave Logan, General Manager, Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2021 is here. The time has never been better for a new Nissan. The remaining 2020 models have large rebates, great opportunity to save money. Here are a few great specials at Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2020 Nissan Altima SR, 3200 off MSRP plus 0.9% APR for 72 months. LC230459. 2020 Nissan Sentra SV, 2700 off MSRP. LY30 5450. And the all new 2021 Nissan Rogue, up to $2,000 off MSRP with 2.9% APR for 72 months. MW101377. Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our service department and parts department open six days a week. All safety protocols are in place for your safety. No appointment needed. We have over 700 pre owned vehicles available. Remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. JT and Rhino. Have you been exposed to any type of radioactivity? This is the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Come 
Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, continuing uh, the discussion about. We were talking about the uh, the grading systems and so forth. Yes, it is true that the state of Mississippi has suspended the traditional grading system. The Department of Education announced that either yesterday or today for this particular year. I haven't heard anything that would institute permanent abandonment of the traditional grading system. And this is due to obvious extenuating circumstances as a result of attending school in the pandemic. And in retrospect, it, it appears that we should have never shut the schools down to start with. The, the, the data that has been collected since then points to the fact that there's very little, if hardly any, risk in in-person school. Uh, I know just in talking to my daughter, trying to, trying to teach kids virtually has been difficult. Some can do it. Uh, but many can't, and I think there's so much more to be gained from in-person school beyond just the content that is delivered uh, out of the textbook and, of course, accompanied by uh, the teacher augmentation of that. But nonetheless, that is not really the same as what is being sought throughout, um, well, in San Diego. It's permanent now. It doesn't matter if you go to school. doesn't matter if you take a test or not, if you complete or turn in home homework assignments, none of that matters anymore. I think we're just replacing uh, meritocracy with mediocrity. This is, is essentially what's happening. So what is sought is permanence in that respect. Look for that to proliferate across the higher ed landscape as well. Fully expect that to be the case. So your your grades are likely to be awarded on the basis or somewhat adjusted on the basis of your physical attributes uh, than they are your actual performance on the examinations and the other inputs to receiving a grade. It's 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 happening. It's going to happen across our spectrum. Look no further than than any time and every time Joe Biden talks about his his cabinet appointments. You never it's all hear, about intersectionality. All. Never talks about qualifications, capabilities, resumes, potential, plan, etc. Don't know if you caught um, Pete Buttigieg, Mayor, Mayor Pete, who's now the Cabinet Secretary over Transportation. And he was asked a question about... And he likes trains. Yeah. Well, I think he proposed, did he not, to his spouse... In an airport or something like that, he he laughed about that as qualifying him for the position. So he he yesterday was asked a question about shutting down the XL pipeline and the tens of thousands of jobs that are that are lost as a result of that. And his answer was very smugly, very stupidly, very obliviously. Well, they just can go find another job. That's what he said. That's the way he thinks. Hashtag learn to code. <laughs> I mean, what happened to empathy, compassion, concern? Where did those virtues go? He put his nose up in the air and said that garbage. Oh, just just go get another job. Rusty in Greenville says turning schools into daycares. Well, not if they don't come to school. 
the biggest district, I think, in the city of Jackson, right? They're still not. Or did they return this semester to in-person? Not sure. They did not have in-person last semester, right? Not that I'm aware of. So I think it's just the opposite. The, the homes are being turned into daycares. Uh, not suggesting that there's not a problem in that there are parents in our society that drop their kids off and school is is uh, where they are cared for, but many of these parents work. Right. I mean, the, that's the problem with drawing up the pros and cons of the current education situation. You have proponents pointing to history saying, well, look, it, it wasn't that long ago that you were taught at home. You, you went to school a couple of days a week, and you had all the, all the grades together. And the argument against that is, yeah, and look how far we've come since then. Right. I mean, there, there's a reason we're on the track we are. We've been derailed by the China virus. Yep. But the the notion that we can adequately educate the masses of children at the same level through a different means, I think it's being proven you, you can't. Yeah, it's it do, it doesn't work, and you know. You could just go through the litany of of experts, not only in educating children, but just human psychology in general. We need to be around other people. We need to interact with other people. I I still am not convinced that this this move to working from home, even for those that can effectively, I'm I'm not persuaded that's the best way to operate. Maybe you could call me, I guess, old school, but there's value to – putting on your clothes and getting out of bed and getting out of your house and going to your place of work and interacting uh, with your colleagues. There's just tremendous value in that. And I'm not convinced. I know some of the management teams are saying, oh, yeah, well, we saw that our productivity, et cetera, and our output was the same. But I think there's a honeymoon associated with that. I think you get tired of that after a while. I can tell you, I miss it. I miss going to and I love coming here and talking to people and being around the Super Talk family, kind of as part of my new gig. But I, I tremendously miss uh, going to uh, my office at Adventure and spending most of my time walking around, talking to staff and seeing what I can do to help them and, and watching them interact with each other and work together. There, there's no substitute for that. And I believe there's pent-up demand to get back to that. I think that's why a lot of the economists and the market analysts are – projecting tremendous economic growth before the end of the year just because they see a lot of pent-up demand. And you know what else has happened? They've they've uh, hoarded their money to some extent. They've spent it on kind of the necessities, but they're not traveling. A lot, of, a lot of extra money for a lot of people. They accumulate money to take vacations, travel, and so forth, enjoy themselves. They're not doing that. You can't virtually. Um so, well, you did see the the most recent news from the cruise lines. What they say? They're finally looking to be able to get back into some semblance of normal business, but they're going to require that you've been vaccinated yeah. at least fourteen days before getting on the boat. Yeah, and that's both doses. Yeah, uh, you know it's but coming. That's, that's a sign of. Some semblance of normalcy returning? I have noticed, for what it's worth, and it's just anecdotal, I guess, that you're seeing more 
television advertising. I, I typically watch the business news, but you're seeing more television uh, advertising from the cruise lines, promoting their their new ships and so forth, and their uh, their their various vacation packages and and their and their journeys, but. So you know, there's some feeling that that's coming back. I, and I well, they've be, had like a triple whammy. I mean, you, yeah. you had the initial, oh no, we can't do this right now, but we have to keep everybody that was on a boat on a boat indefinitely. Yeah. So they had that to deal with, and then they've had this long stretched out. Well, you can reschedule your cruise a couple months from now and we'll, we'll be back to normal by then and they just kept doing that over and over and over and offering incentives to keep you wanting to go but eventually you're going to take your money elsewhere if, if you're if you're planning something like that you're not going to keep kicking the can down the road for 18 months i think that's true there's a lot of folks that are ready to get out so Blake from Matheson writes in, I don't know what studies being done saying how okay school is with COVID, but the school my kids go to and other my family, uh, others my family attends have been flooded with COVID cases. They're constantly sending out notices, positive cases. You know, I, I could go look up. I've, I've read and seen so many interviews on this subject. I think the I think the conclusion and the message mostly is that it's just very little risk as far as getting seriously ill from it and clogging up the hospitals and and people dying from it, I guess. And you could argue, well, they go home and they infect other people, and that's when you just got to use older people, more vulnerable people. That's where you got to just use common sense, frankly. But clearly the shutdowns in New York and, and California, which are likely to be described as the most draconian, it ain't working there. They have worse situations. We'll come back. Don't forget, you can call us in the next segment, 888-808-8637. Stay with us. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9460. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. 
I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you for helping us get our daddies back. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. The article of impeachment against President Trump will be delivered to the Senate on Monday. They made that announcement this morning. Republicans have been saying the Senate can't hold a trial after a president has left office, and there are arguments over the constitutionality of such a move. Mississippi Senator Roger Wicker has said from the beginning he thinks impeachment proceedings are a mistake. I think people that that think this is going to result in uh, in uh, nobody named Trump ever running for office again or mistaken. While he called it a nice idea, Senator David Blunt says the conversation surrounding the elimination of the income tax in Mississippi is still premature. You either have to show where you're going to cut the budget to reduce the services or paid for by that revenue, or you're going to have to show how you're going to make up the revenue. And just wishful thinking about growth without any serious documentation is not a serious proposal. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. 
That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. KT, Mississippi's voice of reason. That's reasonably funny. And Rhino, Mississippi's most eligible bachelor. Ooh, sexy. Together, they bring you the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the jt show on this friday super talk mississippi the phone lines are open 888-808-8637 give us a call love to hear from you rhino you got any ideas about a topic today you got any thoughts if you could ask the press secretary anything what would you ask him (laughs) so far she's getting the big old pass is she not you got something i just sent to you take a second here's here's an example here we go I warrant President Biden and all members of the Biden family masked at all times on federal lands last night if he signed an executive order that mandates masks on federal lands at all times. At the inaugural... At the Lincoln Memorial, yes. I, I think, Steve, he was celebrating uh, an evening uh, of a historic day in our country, and certainly he signed the mask mandate because it's a way to send a message to the American public about the importance of uh, wearing masks, how it can save tens of thousands of lives. We take a number of COVID precautions, as you know here, in terms of testing, social distancing, mask wearing ourselves, as, as we do every single day, but I don't know that I have more for you on it than that. But as uh, Joe Biden often talks about, uh, it is not just important the uh, example of power, but the power of our example. Was that a good example for people who are watching who might not pay attention uh, normally? Well, Steve, I think uh, the power of his example is also uh, the message he sends by signing 25 executive orders, including um, almost half of them related to COVID. Uh, The requirements that we're all under every single day here to ensure we're sending that message to the public. Yesterday was a historic moment in our history. He was inaugurated as president of the United States. He was surrounded by his family. We take a number of precautions, but I don't think, I think we have bigger issues to, to worry about at this moment bigger issues to worry about wait i thought the virus the pandemic shut it down etc i thought that was like number one one a one through a hundred what happened in two days we have bigger issues that's just so hypocritical so duplicitous but yet the entire last year during the trump presidency constantly excoriated him for dismissing the the notion of wearing a mask and, and being public-facing all the time without one glued to his head. But it's okay now. Bigger, bigger issues to deal with. You can't make it up. That's terrible. And you can tell she didn't like the question. It's Peter Ducey who's taking over for Fox uh, 
covering the White House there, and he they got him sit, seated right in the front. You know, he's like 6'6 or something. He's a big old tall dude. He's the only guy. And then, of course, as you talked about, Rhino, the other question was um, the uh, changing the paint scheme on Air Force One. Unbelievable. You saw what Dr. Fauci said during his meeting yesterday. He was. Uh, he, he, they had a, a conference or a, um, a briefer where they talked about the virus and the progress and the uh, the executive order sign and so forth. He said that that being part of this administration is a liberating experience because he can follow the science and and speak frankly. I got some audio from that too. Yeah. In, that you feel in being kind of the spokesperson for this issue in this administration versus the previous one. Can you can you talk a little bit about how free, how much different do you feel, less constrained? What is the, you know, I mean, you, you for so many times you stood up behind the podium with Donald Trump standing behind you. That was a different. That was a different feeling. I sh- I'm, I'm sure than it is today. Can you talk a little bit about about how you feel uh, kind of released from from what you had been doing for the last year? Yeah, but you said I was joking about it. I was very serious <laughs> about it. I wasn't joking. Uh, no, actually, I mean, I mean, obviously, I don't want to be going back. You know, over history, but it was very clear that there were things that were said, uh, be it regarding things like hydroxychloroquine and other things like that, that really was an uncomfortable because they were not based on scientific fact. I can tell you, I, I take no pleasure at all in being in a situation of contradicting the president. So it was really something that you didn't feel that you could actually say something and there wouldn't be any repercussions about it. The idea that you can get up here and talk about what you know, what the evidence, what the science is, and know that's it. Let the science speak. It is somewhat of a liberating feeling. So you you have to believe he's insinuating there that he was not able to speak openly, frankly, and and uh, on the basis of scientific fact, but that somebody was telling him what to say, or maybe he was fearful of of uh, speaking out, I guess, and accordingly that he would be scolded for doing so. Right? I I'm mean, just laughing at the fact that the first. 30 seconds, the majority of the question was asking about Dr. Fauci's feelings. <laughs> Very important. Give us a call, 888-808-8637. Uh, on the 662, why has no one asked him why he wasn't wearing a mask at the Lincoln Memorial? That, right. So that's what we played earlier. That was that was uh, Peter Ducey. That was the question to which uh, uh, Jen Psaki responded, we have uh, bigger fr- fish to fry, more important issues, I think is what she said. So, yeah, he's he's been asked, and there have been articles written about that. It's been called out. We did it yesterday. Uh, but it's just hypocritical. It's duplicity. Um, oh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, Aaron in Meridian says, I'd love to ask him about Ukraine. How come we impeach Trump for something uh, he did, so I'm not following what that means exactly. But, the, yeah, who, Ukraine and the whole Ukrainian matter. Well, the impeachment of Trump was about Russian collusion. Right, and okay. exterior gotcha. or external national sources helping him win an election or helping him benefit personally. Gotcha, yeah. Uh, looks like, for all intents and purposes, the Biden family profited pretty well from Well, and Ukraine. Trump said that, did he not? Over and over again said, you know, you're, you're focused on me. And, and possible 
alleged wrongdoing there with respect to a, a foreign entity, but it was really them. I mean, he pointed that out over and over again. Uh, and you got Hillary, right, that wants his phone records. She is alleging that he and Putin were on the phone orchestrating what happened on January the 6th. Putin ordered it. She wakes up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night and just sits up, bolt upright. Putin. Putin. And just shakes her fist at the sky. That's so true. Putin lives in her head 724, doesn't he? It's just crazy. And, and Adam Schiff, Russia. Oh, my gosh. I agree, Aaron, but who's going to hold him accountable on all this stuff? I just don't see it happening. That's what happens when you essentially confer power to the same party across the board. There's no question they take latitude in that respect. So I just got a notification on one of my news sources that says that AOC was concerned about attending the inauguration because she was fearful of being around Republicans. Those white supremacist terrorists. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they and she can they can milk it and leverage it. Can they not? So we're all terrorists. We're all domestic terrorists just plotting our next homicide, I guess, is what she's saying. All seventy four million. We gotta be done with those people. Meanwhile Antifa's she raising. only plays the damsel in distress when she wants to. She plays the tough Bronx girl when she wants to. I used to be a bartender. You can't say anything that's going to scare me. She grew up in Westchester. You ever been there before? It's just no. money growing on trees. <laughs> it's Westchester. It's ridiculous, the wealth. That's where she grew up. She's just got everybody snowed. It's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Uh, William in Greenville, when are we going to war with Russia? (laughs) Good point. I hope never, honestly, and I don't see that uh, that happening. I mean, you you ask certain individuals, they would say, we've been at war, it's just another Cold War. That's absolutely true. I think it's certainly with China. We've been in a protracted Cold War with China, what the the Eric Swalwell deal is 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 pointed at example as you could have. I mean, it's it's like a movie. They send over this rather attractive communist female working for the Communist Party and goes up and down the coast of California, sleeping with all the elected officials, including one congressman. Oh, but I'm sure they didn't divulge any. Any trade secrets there, right? Any confidential information in exchange for sexual favors. That stuff doesn't happen, does it? It's just sick. (laughs) We'll take a break, come back with a final segment of this second hour. and, And then after the news in the next hour, we've got Representative Sam Mims represents District 97. Stay with us, the JT Show. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals 
and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same-as-cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420. Or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Quality preschool, toddler, and infant care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center. 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them Sammy sent Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Bayer has announced the receipt of a final safety certificate for import and food feed use from China's Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs for the company's third-generation corn rootworm trait, MON87411. This approval represents the final key authorization for commercial introduction of SmartStacks Pro technology in the United States. SmartStacks Pro technology is the next generation of corn rootworm protection and the first product offering three modes of action for corn rootworm control. It combines the proven benefits of SmartStacks technology, corn rootworm protection, with the novel RNAi-based mode of action, providing improved control of corn rootworm over a range of pressure. In addition to corn rootworms, SmartStacks Pro technology will offer growers protection against European corn borer, southwestern corn borer, fall armyworm, black cutworm, and corn earworm. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D. And find what you're looking for today. When your fields need weed protection, you can rely on the Lion. With up to six weeks of residual control of Palmer Amaranth, Water Hemp, and more tough broadleaf weeds, you can depend on Valor Easy Herbicide by Vainlet USA to provide a clean pre-emergence foundation. No matter what trade system you use, you'll get excellent rotational flexibility in your fields with control you can rely on. For easy mixing and loading, optimum coverage, and proven residual weed control, the choice is easy. Valor easy. Always read and follow label instructions. 
Accurate information is a precious commodity. Get yours from News Mississippi and Fox News. Trusted sources on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. everyone super talk mississippi the jt show so you got ed from aberdeen there you see that ed says he wants to make it clear he's 100 percent american he's a vet he left blood on foreign soil a conservative i think he's saying he is a racist white supremacist and he's proud of it did i read that right on the nose, that's what it looks like. I'm trying to see if it's. I'm just wanting to clarify. A it. funny being added to it. Yeah, I'm not sure because that, of the label that's right. just been spun on everything. Right. If it's if it's because if you if you're saying Ed like we've been saying, it's because you believe in some of these things that are now being characterized and construed and labeled. We all are. Let's face it. But it also goes to show that at least half the population didn't get the moral of the story from Chicken Little. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you're a domestic terrorist. We got to have a 911 commission. We got to pay to rat- de-radicalize you. All that garbage. But we're so uniting. We're healing the nation with that, right? I, you know, I just I got to tell you, I don't think it was smart. Does do true. Racist white supremacists with nefarious a nefarious agenda, do they exist? Sure. They exist across the cultures of the world. They've right? also been ridiculed, laughed at, and forced out of polite society for at least fifty years. At least, correct. Agree. But now we're we're all being lumped into that category. We're being stereotyped. We're being labeled. The bottom line is, if if you're not a submissive uh, person who submits to their agenda and joins their party, you're a white supremacist by default. Now we're going to decolonize and remove all the books from the dead gum libraries. That's what we were seeing earlier from the University of Wisconsin. Make no mistake. That will spread across the institutions of higher ed, and then it'll proliferate down to the lower levels of education. I don't know what books are going to be left. I'm not sure what kind of meets the standard, but it's it's disturbing. It's scary. You need to be exposed to point all points of view, all writings, whether you agree with them or not, and then make a rational, informed decision. One, hopefully, frankly that is driven by being raised in a happy, healthy, loving family that subscribes to uh, Judeo-Christian beliefs and principles. 
if you haven't, you got no chance. You saw what the goofy Antifa is doing, and if people think this is just a reaction from the recent inauguration and swearing in of a new president, because they're, they now hate Joe Biden. They made that very clear. So all those who said back in the summer, by the way, this is all because of Donald Trump. No, it doesn't appear to be the case. No, they're so far right, they think Biden is fascist. That's exactly they're so far left, excuse yeah, me. Right, that Biden is fascist. That's exactly right. So uh, that ain't going to stop. That sort of stuff begets more of it. Political activism or destruction and vandalism and violence in the name of some political uh, or economic agenda, that doesn't stop. I think that's where at least a big chunk of the blame for the continued violence rests at the feet of mainstream media. When you do everything you can to obfuscate the reality of this is what could have started as a peaceful protest but quickly devolved into violence and rioting. Yep. When you try to paper over the violence and rioting, and it's it's all fine while the building burns behind you, and then Biden wins. The Democrats win across the board. Mainstream media just told everybody that believes in the rioting and violence that that is the answer. You get what you want when you do that. So when can we expect denunciation from Biden and the Democrats on the events that are transpiring out in the West. Is that coming? Or are they going to try to point fingers at Donald Trump? They they don't even try to hide it. And you know what? They're using social media to talk about it. I guess that's okay. That's not inciting violence. B- putting bricks through windows <laughs> in federal buildings and Democrat headquarters and burning the place. That's not violence, I guess. That's justified. This is crazy. Yeah, so Ed from Aberdeen wrote us back, by the way. He says, yeah, the last part's what the Democrats are calling me. I agree, Ed. They're calling all of us that. We're all being lumped into that basket of deplorables, as Hillary Clinton said. Except this time it's not deplorable. It's that you're racist and you're white supremacist, just by virtue of not being in their camp. That's the, that's the litmus test. Stay with us. We got news for you. When we come back, we've got Representative Sam Mims. He'll be calling in and joining us on the JT Show, Super Talk. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. President Trump's impeachment trial starts Monday in the Senate, announced by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Minority Leader Mitch McConnell had asked that it be delayed until next month. This impeachment began with an unprecedentedly fast and minimal process over in the House. The sequel cannot be an insufficient Senate process that denies former President Trump his due process or damages the Senate or the presidency itself. Procedural details still need to be worked out, and President Biden has asked that the trial not hold up other business like confirming his cabinet appointees. The Senate this morning confirmed retired Army General Lloyd Austin as defense secretary. The yeas are 93, the nays are 2, and the nomination is confirmed. He's the first black secretary of defense, retired four years ago. Defense secretaries are supposed to have been civilians for at least the last seven years, but Congress approved a waiver. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. With those over 65 and those with underlying health conditions eligible to be vaccinated, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains that demand continues to far exceed supply. About 1.3 to 1.4 million people. That's a lot of people in Mississippi that now qualify. But if you look at how much vaccine that we're allocated, right now we get a steady stream of about 37,000 first doses coming into the state every week. After his inauguration, President Biden signed several executive orders. Political analyst Sid Salter weighs in. The most reassuring thing to the country on both sides, I think, was to see the president in the office doing his thing. Now, the executive orders, we immediately plunge back into the partisan debate. The Keystone XL and some of the other decisions were expected, but they're going to have impacts. They'll have impacts at the pump. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find out what you're looking for today. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. The body of a man has been found in a cemetery in Monroe County, and four people have been charged in that case. After nearly a month of searching, Jack Cowan's body was discovered Wednesday. Tommy Randolph of Monroe County and Brian Hoover of Tennessee have been charged with murder and arson. Cowan's girlfriend, Kayla Johns of Lackey, was charged with accessory, and Melanie Tate of Becker is charged with accessory after the fact. The investigation is ongoing. The opponents for Ole Miss and Mississippi State season opening tournament in Arlington have been set. The sixth-ranked Rebels will open the State Farm College Baseball Showdown on February 19th with a matchup against TCU before facing Texas Tech on Saturday in Texas on Sunday. As for the seventh-ranked Bulldogs, they'll face the Longhorns on Friday, the Horn Frogs on Saturday, and the Red Raiders on Sunday. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at newsms.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
heading to the coast to hit the casinos, or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Just when you think you've heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. It's time. It's time to kickstart another hour of the JT Show. Bring your freaking ease. On with the show. Showtime. Now, here's more with JT on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Hour 3, Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks for joining us today. On the line with us now, Representative Sam Mims. He represents District 97. That's Adams, Amit, Franklin, and Pike Counties. He's chairman of the Public Health and Human Services Committee. Good morning, Representative Mims. Or afternoon. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. I apologize. I was able to... uh figure out the video with Paul a few weeks ago, but for some reason it wouldn't work today, but uh, glad I'm able to call in and visit with you. I understand. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Uh, so first, tell us about uh, kind of the change in format of uh, meeting at the Capitol and committee meetings and so forth. Uh, that's all happened within the last 24 hours or so, has it not? What's going on there? Well, it has been a, a busy few weeks in the Capitol and a, uh, a busy couple of days uh, going through uh, our new changes, but I think Philip, uh, Speaker Philip Gunn has done a great job uh, leading uh, our caucus in our House, and uh, he has said many times that we are, the Capitol is a, a, a working capital. We are a workplace and we're, we're conducting business, and so uh, it's been advised that we try to go home for a few weeks. However, uh, other workplaces and corporations are working from home, yep. and so what we're going to do for the next two weeks is uh, conduct our meetings uh, via Zoom uh, or calling in or whatever the case may be for the next uh, several days or up to two weeks, and I think most chairmen will still go to the uh, Capitol and, and uh, be in the meeting rooms and conduct the meetings, but uh, this is going to be something new for us, but uh, we're going to have to have some patience and just um, kind of go slow with everything, but we do believe we can make it work, and again, uh, schools are making it work, other corporations and businesses are making it work, and so uh, we need to be working, doing the people's business, and we can do it whether uh, we're at home for a few days 
uh, conducting meetings, and also we can do it while we're at Capitol. So uh, it'll be a few changes, but we're we're up to that task, I believe. Yeah. Well, it's uh, you know, it seems like you guys just got out of the Capitol or out of session a few months ago, which you did, and you're you're right back at it. And you know, Lieutenant Governor Hoseman called for a delay of starting the session before it ever got started, I believe. And uh, I know that that um, we went the other direction and and started to meet and kind of uh, in a regular form, but some folks, I believe within uh, the chambers became infected, and I think that's kind of what's driving this decision, is it not? Well, I think they were having this reported that uh, a few legislators had tested positive, but uh, the House believes we can still do our job. And yeah. We've been working for the past three weeks, uh, conducting ourselves in meetings. We have a social distance. We've got uh, our clerk and our speaker have uh, where they can determine who's on the chamber and who's not, maybe in their offices. And so we've been doing that in the House, and so uh, again, we still believe we can conduct the, the business sure. for the next few weeks, whether we're uh, at home having some meetings uh, virtually, or um, some of us may still be at the Capitol uh, conducting those meetings. But uh, we still we believe we can meet our deadlines, and, and so uh, I still believe that at the end of the day, uh, under uh, Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant Governor Hoseman and, and Speaker Gunn's leadership, uh, we're going to have a very productive session, pass good, solid policy. And at the end of the day, at some point, we'll pass a good, solid budget. Uh, so I think we'll still uh, head in that direction. Yeah. So what else is on tap? What are what are some of the uh, the high priority bills that uh, you're either championing or supporting? Uh, what's the buzz? We hear a lot about the income tax. Uh, you probably heard it on our news at the break, but I know that's uh, something being kicked around in earnest, at least. But what else is going on? Well, I would just say that I'm absolutely for eliminating the, the income tax. I think we can do it the right way, whether it's phasing in and, and determining how many years that is. But we, we can do that. We've done that before. We've uh, looked at the corporate tax and the uh, inventory tax. We've done that as well. And so it, it's funny to hear people say that we can't do it. Yeah. And then we do it, and it's very successful. It's very productive. And so I have no problem doing that, and I think we can, and we just got to do it responsibly. And I have no doubt that uh, our leadership on both sides of the chambers uh, can do that. Uh, and so that's one issue that we'll be looking at. But from a healthcare standpoint, we're going to uh, continue to, to look through all the bills. I believe some of them are still being referred, uh, referring to us uh, late this week and probably over the weekend. And we'll go through. Uh, like we have for the past 10 years, and just look at those and, and study the issues and, and methodically determine which types of bills we need to bring up. And it is going to be a little bit different, obviously, with us not needing the capital for the next few days. And so um, we need to pick which ones we, we bring out carefully, and and, uh, and we'll, we'll start that process soon. Yeah. So it, uh, help me out here, Representative. So would the the certificate of need laws be under your purview as part of the Public Health and Human Services Committee? Yes, so most of the CON laws, which is the certificate of need, uh, is referred to the Public Health Committees in both chambers, the House and the Senate. And so every year, for, for as long as I'm sure the, the legislature has been in session, uh, legislation is introduced dealing with CON. Yeah. And so we will always look at those like we have. In some years, those issues have been addressed. Uh, picking out which ones we address uh, that particular session, and then we'll start looking at those bills as they come in in the next few days. Yeah, I just wonder if there's any interest or do you see any uh, traction being gained with respect to reforming those laws and just allowing the market to 
to be more involved in expanding access to health care and health care facilities and beds and so forth in general? Well, I think it, I think what I've looked at for the last 10 years is really it is access to care, and I, I believe that's where we can do it. And then other people have different opinions on what access to care means, but I've always felt access to care means having more uh, more doctors, more nurses, more TAs, more right. nurse practitioners, more dentists, more social workers. You name it, I think, as we know, uh, health care is such a large part of our economy here in Mississippi, and so I want to have more uh, health care professionals in Mississippi. To me, that is what access to care is. And so right. I also think we have to really focus, and I think you mentioned some reforms, which is which is always good to look at some reforms, how do we make health care better. But I do think we need to always focus on health care outcomes, not just more money, more reforms, but are those reforms going to give us better health care outcomes? And I do believe there are, there are ways that we can lower our costs, but then also have better health care outcomes. And so I think that's where we really need to focus. And, and I would argue, I think, over the years, maybe we have not focused um, focus all of our attention on health care outcomes. But yeah. that's got to be the key. And I think we've got some programs in place. Uh, we have a, a program up in the Delta that we're seeing some good uh, health care outcomes um, uh, improve. Uh, we've got some legislation dealing with the remote monitoring yep. uh, program. And, and it's, a, it's, it's a great program, and it really – it, it can have a lower cost impact on, on health care, but also we've seen tremendous health care outcomes. And so I think that's really sometimes we want to use use reforms, and which I think is important, but we also have to focus on health care outcomes. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And that's always been a criticism of, of Medicaid expansion is that there's a lot of data that suggests that, that uh, being insured under Medicaid doesn't really produce the best outcomes, and in many cases, produces worse outcomes. You've seen some reports suggesting that. Uh, I know that, that that's a topic that's being kicked around again. I had Senator David Blunt on, uh, Blunt on the program yesterday. Of course, he is a staunch, staunch proponent of Medicaid expansion. The governor made it clear he's opposed to it. What are you hearing around the Capitol? Where, where do Republicans generally stand on, on uh, that issue? Well, I, I will say many of my colleagues probably have different opinions, but I will tell you that the colleagues that I've been around here uh, for, for a while lately, uh, we're not for Medicaid expansion, and I've said that publicly for uh, maybe since 08 or 09 since the program came into effect. So uh, I'm not for Medicaid expansion. I think it's the wrong approach. I think we can improve health care by looking at other options, and so I, I just don't see that getting any traction whatsoever. Obviously, it's a political year, being with us being in Jackson uh, in, in session, but it's just not getting much traction on, on, on our side in the House, and we're just not uh, – those types of discussions dealing with Medicaid just simply does not come up. Yeah. Okay, well, appreciate that. Uh, so with respect to COVID and coronavirus in general, is uh, is our legislature considering any, any bills, any legislation there that specifically relates to that? I haven't seen any of that on, on, on my – in the Public Health Committee, I'm still going through those bills, but I, I would tell you that we're taking it very seriously. I think we are trying uh, to lead, lead by example with the protocols we are using. I think uh, both sides of the House and Senate have come up with some good protocols for us to be in session, even though we're going to take a break for the next uh, few days. Uh, and I will say the Department of Health. Uh, I've worked with Dr. Dobbs and Jim Craig and the leaders of the Department of Health. Uh, I think they have so much on their plate. And they are working tirelessly with all of their employees as well. And I would tell you, as I move across the state and visit with um, 
healthcare professionals about all kinds of issues, I tell you, I will, I will take our our CEOs of our hospitals and I will put them up against any other state's mm. leadership of hospitals. I appreciate our, our, that. Our CEOs and leaders of our health systems are doing a great job, and, and they are working hard. They're working long hours. Uh, they are concerned about patient care, about employees' care. And I'll tell you what I've seen happen in the last uh, many, many months. Is the CEOs we got a break coming up, Representative. Can you hang with us? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Stay around for a break. We'll be back with Representative Sam Mims. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Happy New Year to all you lawn-loving radio listeners out there. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your X-Mark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all X-Mark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old X-Mark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new XMART Zero Turn for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new XMART Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one XMART dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop shop smartly, shop shop Hartley. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Dave Logan, General Manager, Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2021 is here. The time has never been better for a new Nissan. The remaining 2020 models have large rebates, great opportunity to save money. Here are a few great specials at Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2020 Nissan Altima SR. 3200 off MSRP plus 0.9% APR for 72 months. LC230459. 2020 Nissan Sentra SV. 2700 off MSRP. LY30-5450. And the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue, up to $2,000 off MSRP with 2.9% APR for 72 months. MW101377. Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our service department and parts department open six days a week. All safety protocols are in place for your safety. No appointment needed. We have over 700 pre-owned vehicles available. Remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You are listening to the JT Show. You should feel a sense of shame. That's how you know you're doing it right. The JT Show with JT and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Back with you on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Representative Sam Mims, representing District 97, chairman of the Public Health and Human Services Committee, is our guest. So, Representative Mims, uh, please continue. You were talking about your travels around the state and interacting with the various hospital CEOs and how impressed you are with the way they're they're handling this really just unprecedented situation. Well, yes, sir. I, I was just wanting to, to, to really say that all of these CEOs and these hospitals are working very well together. And, and obviously they want their hospitals to be full. They want to take care of patients. But they're also now really having a relationship with other leaders of the health systems. And so they have a system and care place where, where they're able to transfer patients from facility to other facilities when beds are open. And so they are... They understand that, yes, they are going through this difficult time right now, but they've got to work together. And so I think anything that's good that's come out of this, I would argue that, that the leadership of these hospitals are working together and understand that they're all in this together, and they all can be successful by working together for the patient's uh, well-being. And so uh, you're really seeing this out there, and I'm proud of that. Yeah, so are, are you seeing, to your point there, are, are you seeing where the management teams of, uh, of the, and the administration of the various healthcare institutions, are they cooperating? Are they, are they sharing best practices and talking about perhaps how they can maybe even pull resources to deliver those better outcomes? Are you, are you... Uh, absolutely. I mean, there, there are cases where many of them have conference calls weekly. Okay. And so, absolutely. I mean, they realize that at some point this will, will uh, the pandemic will be over. But I think you're going to have these relationships continue uh, because it's important. It's because it's, it's important because of healthcare. Yeah. yeah. They're, all, they're all in this together, and they understand that. So I, I think you'll see them continue to work together. How do you feel like the vaccine rollout is going uh, in the state of Mississippi? Uh, Representative Mims, and, and are, what kind of feedback are you getting, sir, from your constituents? Well, I, I think it's easy to be critical on, on every part of government, but I would tell you that uh, uh, Dr. Dobbs and his team, uh, Greg Michelle from Lima and the governor's office and the National Guard, uh, they're all working very hard to make this successful. Of course, there is a large component from the federal government, and so you've got the federal government having contracts with um particular pharmacies so they can assist the nursing homes. And so there have been some changes. Uh, as you know, that uh, the Department of Health has to wait to see how many vaccines they're getting from the federal government. And so yeah. it's just not they have a pile of, of vaccines and they're waiting. And they have to get that um, that uh, vaccines from the federal government. So mm-hmm. I, I know people are waiting for their appointments. They are upset. They're anxious. And I, and I know that. But I would tell you that these agencies uh, are working as hard as they can. Uh, as Speaker Gunn said this morning, there's no playbook for what we're doing for the next two weeks in session by yeah. having lots of our meetings uh, virtually. And there's no playbook for this either. I mean, they're, from a logistic standpoint, as we can imagine, having all these three or four entities involved to get vaccines is a challenge. But I would say that they... Everyone is stepping up, and they are doing the best job they can. And so I think uh, it, obviously there's been a few hiccups, uh, but that's just part of it as we go through through this uh, process. But I have full confidence that they are going to work hard the next uh, weeks and months to get everybody that can get vaccinated and wants to get vaccinated that opportunity. Yeah. 
And, uh, the governor has been somewhat critical, uh, even of the high watermark that the President Biden has has put in place to vaccinate 100 million Americans in the first 100 days. I think the governor's saying, you know, if you extrapolate that out to daily capacity here in Mississippi, that works out to be about 8,000 a day. And uh, he thinks we can do more and, in fact, are doing more. Uh what are do you guys are you interacting whatsoever are you getting reports perhaps from uh dr dobbs or others about how they are interacting with the federal government and how maybe we can step this up certainly if we've got uh more capacity than than uh is uh meant to support the number we're being allocated well i, I really I, I would say i, I have great confidence in, in the leadership of the department of health and i talk to them frequently and, and they are doing the best they can i do believe they're having constant interactions with of course the governor's office and mema and the national guard and the and the, and the federal government yeah um, and so those those uh, conversations will continue and so i'm, I'm sure all of the above get frustrated at times because uh, we in mississippi are ready to get the thing done uh, now and quicker probably than the federal government but I, I, but I would tell you, they're all here locally, and from a state standpoint, they are working hard and, and, and as quick and, and efficiently as they can. The Department uh, of Health and Human Services, which I assume is is also uh, would be part of what your committee addresses. Uh, you got new leadership with a new governor over there, and it's no secret that uh, we had some uh, some scandals that occurred with respect to the old leadership at DHS. How do you feel about the current situation over there? So, yes, sir. So I've met with uh, Bob Anderson, who's the new uh, director of DHS, several times, and we've had uh, many conversations, and I think he's very confident. I have a, a great uh, belief that he is uh, going to do a very good job and, and has the right spirit for the job. And so um, we've got the legislation that uh, he is looking at that we're working through the process in the next couple of weeks. But uh, we'll look the courts and the and the and all of that all of the courts handle uh, the previous uh, issues sure. of DHS, but we're we're looking forward, and and I know the governor uh, has a lot of uh, faith in Mr. Anderson, and so we're looking forward to working with him. Yeah. So has now the Department of Human Services it has a pretty significant budget. I'm not sure if a lot of Mississippians know just how big that agency is, and and how much dollars it consumes, and of course a fair amount of federal dollars flows through uh, their scope as well. Have you seen the need to increase it as a result or increase their funding? And are you seeing more demands on the agency as a result of the pandemic and just economic conditions? Not, I mean, I think we'll know more in the next few weeks as we start our budget process. But as you as you said, it is a, a large budget, but it's a lot of federal money that passes through here. Right. From TANF, from TANF grants of $85, $86 million through other SNAP programs. Right. So it's a large federal budget, and then we do have a state, a lot smaller state component on there. And we'll, we'll know more as we go through the process and, and uh, in the next few, six, you know, four to six weeks with our, with our budget. But I will tell you, our budget is in, in great shape. And I really believe it's because for the last eight or nine years, since 2012, we made some difficult decisions that we didn't always say, yes, we can do this. And so we have, we've, we've had several years of just good conservative budgets. And it's put us in a place where we have this pandemic and it, and it was a challenge on our budget, no doubt about it. But we did a lot better than many other states because we were ready and we weren't spending past our means. We were making good choices. And so as, as you have seen, I'm sure over the, over the months, we left, uh, I believe last session with 
with $530 million in a rainy day. Yeah. And so it's amazing to go through that type of pandemic and still have hundreds and hundreds of million dollars saved up in case we need it. And yeah. so it was a priority for us when we entered uh, the majority back in 2012, and I'm glad we've, we've, kept, we've kept that mindset. Yeah, and, and of course, uh, our friends on the left really were very critical of some of those moves, as you recall, certainly in eliminating some of the more onerous, crazy taxes like the franchise tax, which was just bizarre. Uh, well, it know. is, uh, but, but I will say it's amazing. You, you talk about the franchise tax, that if we did that, everything was going to be horrible. Yep. If we got rid of the inventory tax, yep. everything was going to be horrible, and it, and it phased out the income tax. The 3%, yep. And it, and it did the opposite. And so, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so we, we do believe cutting taxes makes sense. It, it's not a bad thing. It's good policy, and we've seen that. And so, again, I expect uh, with our leaders, the next few months, we're going to have a good budget again, and our revenue is going to do well, and uh, we're going to work hard. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully that uh, is somewhat uh, on a smaller scale, perhaps a template, a model for phasing out the uh, the state income tax. The 3% bracket has already got maybe one or two years left, Representative yes. Mims, on that? I think that's right. Um, it was a five-year plan, and so hopefully we can do the same with respect to the 4 and the 5% bracket and eliminate that income tax altogether and, and do so without raising other taxes, without raising the state uh, sales tax and and uh, and even changing some of the exemption model there. Uh, I think we can. I think we, we can do it responsibly, and, and I expect that we will study this issue and, and make, some, make some responsible choices as we go forward. Yeah, and it appears to be broad support. All right, so I'm going to ask you this question about education. we got a, a bill that passed the Senate thousand dollar raise for our our thirty five thousand some odd teachers it's uh, i think been transmitted over to the house so you think that's going to pass well i'm sure we will look at it my focus has been on on the the health care sure. last few days or weeks with with studying the bills that are coming to our committee so i haven't looked at it but i know that we're always uh looking at uh our, our teachers that are, have done so much last absolutely uh, with this with this pandemic they've had some challenging times so uh, of course, and you got our state employees have been going through lots of issues as well. Yep. So there are a lot of issues out there, and so we're going to work hard in the next uh, few appreciate weeks months our budget to make some good choices. we got to go. Appreciate you so much for taking some time to join us today. Representative Sam Mim, stay safe. Have a good day, sir. Thanks. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. We'll be back. Final half hour of the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. 
That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Ugh, I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Pillium Corporation. When people hear our name, they say, cool name. What exactly do you do? Great question. Pillium helps your company stay secure and current with IT support, IT security and forensics, cloud services, and networking. Plus, next generation body cameras, in-car video systems, and mobile communications for public safety and first responder clients. In short, Pillium Corporation helps our clients grow and thrive securely. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. With those over 65 and those with underlying health conditions eligible to be vaccinated, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains that demand continues to far exceed supply. About 1.3 to 1.4 million people. That's a lot of people in Mississippi that now qualify. But if you look at how much vaccine that we're allocated, right now we get a steady stream of about 37,000 first doses coming into the state every week. After his inauguration, President Biden signed several executive orders. Political analyst Sid Salter weighs in. The most reassuring thing to the country on both sides, I think, was to see the president in the office doing his thing. Now, the executive orders, we immediately plunged back into the partisan debate. The Keystone XL and some of the other decisions were expected, but they're going to have impacts. They'll have impacts at the pump. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching for C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Since the current pandemic, 
pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. When you see news happening, email us. Email us. News at newsms.fm. Covering every county across the Magnolia State. We're your statewide news source. News Mississippi. News Mississippi. Covering the stories that matter to you. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. T-Show. The JT Show. You know what that sound is? Yeah! The JT Show with JT and Rhino. What? You want it? Here it is. Hit it. Super Talk Mississippi. That would be the Trogs bumping us in. Folks, y'all see Rhino, he is jamming down to that song, man. He likes that. It's good. It's great. I can't help but think about Major League, though. I just can't help it. Charlie Sheen in the role, The Wild Thing. What a great movie. Just a tad outsider. Dynamite drop-in, Donnie. Yeah. (laughs) Broadcast school is really paying off. (laughs) The great Bob Euchre, of course. Awesome. Uh, Must be on the front row. Wait, are they going to cancel that movie since it's got Chief whatever his name is, the old Indian? Cleveland, Homer. Yeah, the old Cleveland Indians mascot. He's gone, right? Cancel. Can't do that. Cancel. Gee, incredible. All right, so i got a few texts here I wanted to go through there, uh, Rhino, if I can uh, find the one I was looking at here. Uh, there was a text about the, here it is, maybe it's Nancy in Tupelo. Yeah, the National Guard. So you heard this story. It was, uh, it was just really ridiculous. It was despicable. You got the National Guard troops that were sent to Washington, I think was more for show than anything, it was gross overkill to have 30,000. But nonetheless, it, it, it was learned last night that they, have been relegated to a parking garage for quarters to bunk. And photos were floating around of the guards' people, men and women, that are like on top of each other trying to bed down there. And I guess when attention was called to it, they did finally transport them and allow them to go back to, the I think, the Capitol Visitor Centers, where they ended up staying but uh, some governors, such as the governor of Texas, uh, Governor Abbott, and Governor Ron DeSantis 
of Florida have summoned their troops back home. Get out of there. No need to stay. And so there's a question, what is our governor and congressional delegation, what has been their response? I'm not sure, but I wanted to get that out there. I'm glad they at least got them back to some better situation, but this is just how dedicated those people are. They go where they're told. They said, you're going to the parking garage, and that's your bed, and they went. That's just what you do. It's the way our military works. God bless them. So not sure what our governor's doing, if there's been any news on that, uh, Rhino, but certainly something worth talking about. God bless them and thank them so much for their service. I still think it was um, overkill. I don't think it was necessary. To... By the way, what happened to all the the attacks on the, around the country that were projected at state capitals? What uh, the most embarrassing picture I saw was the New York State Capitol, where one person showed up. Okay. There was apparently a, a social media group that claimed there were going to be a thousand people there, and one lonely dude showed up. Yeah. So when I interviewed him, he said he was disappointed. Well, well, wait now. That it was all the chatter right across the the web. It was just a done deal. FBI was all staged up, and and uh, National Guard, I think, was ready to spring into a- action. It was kind of a just didn't happen, didn't materialize. Meanwhile, Antifa is burning down parts of Portland and elsewhere. On the 601 here, Trump offered his hotel in D.C. for the troops. And I think uh, Thomas Greenwood sent a text. It looks like uh, not a, a text. It has a, I think it's a tweet from Senator, oh, no, that looks like a Facebook post from Senator Melanie Sojourner, where she's calling for Governor Reeves to act uh, the, the in the same way that uh, Governor Greg Abbott did in recalling his troops back to his state. So not sure where that stands. Uh, let's see. Uh, here we go. Uh, somebody, somebody asked a question about doing away with the income tax. That's uh, was asking about. Um, oh gosh, I'm looking for it, Rhino. Was asking about. Well, how do we keep these other taxes from going into effect and uh, to replace them? And you know, it was committed that that would not happen, I mean, the governor's commitment, at least, is that we intend to eliminate the income tax without raising other taxes. That's that's. I may be plagiarizing it a little bit, may not have the exact quote correct, but that was his, his, uh, the underlying message there. We shall see. A lot of analysis, a lot of work has to go into that. It is a phase-out situation. So on the 601 ceasefire text line, where are the high-paying jobs that are moving here because of the elimination of the franchise tax? Where are the Fortune 500 companies headquartered in Mississippi? Zero. Don't recall ever a commitment being made that if we eliminated the franchise tax, we would attract lots of high-paying jobs and would land the headquarters of a Fortune 500 company. I should also point out that is something that I have crusaded for uh, with respect to job growth in the knowledge industries for years have worked on that. Um, it is it is difficult. 
But the franchise tax was was never the 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 uh, justification for repealing it was never because we were going to all of a sudden attract all these high paying jobs of Fortune 500 companies. It's just a dumb tax that produced uh, a relatively small amount of money into the coffers, and it's complicated somewhat, and it's it's almost unfair. It's just it's dumb, and it's unique in its structure, and it needed to go. It, it's just it's just part of the overall strategy of reducing taxes levied by government. It, I, don't, I don't know why every elimination of taxes always needs a justification. The justification is the production of income starts with individuals, with private citizens, private the private sector, companies. It starts as their asset it originates with them. Folks on the left think that taxes originate in the revenues they receive and the assets uh, produced within the country start as the property of government. And whatever the government allows you to keep is just because of their altruistic nature. They're just generous in saying, you can keep some of this, uh, you pauper, you peasant. <laughs> you have some here. So that's just completely upside down. Uh, it would be great if we could get to a point where there's zero taxes. I mean, I'd, I'd like to think that's possible. That's not practical, obviously. But certainly taxing income and the franchise tax, which is taxing assets, assets held, is even dumber. So what is, fails to get mentioned as part of that discussion is we just had Representative Mims talk about it. The financial condition of the state of Mississippi and its balance sheet is pretty dang good. And had we not taken uh, and applied somewhat conservative policy to make sure that we were living within our means while at the same time building up our reserves, which came in real dang handy, the rainy day fund, if we ever had a rainy day, it was 2020, that turned out to be dead gum good policy. And so... Um, and so we got also from this same this same listener we got we get hourly jobs because we won't invest in our public education system of instead of high paying professional jobs if y'all spend that money on what y'all want to spend it on totally disagree we have fantastic institutions of higher ed in this state we are producing highly qualified unbelievable talent in droves they graduate they leave the halls of these institutions and they go straight to the other states it's not that we don't, we're not investing in our education. It's not that we don't have qualified people. It's that we are not attracting, I agree with that, we are not attracting those businesses that seek to hire them. Elimination of the franchise tax is just one little teeny tiny part of that. But that is something that is known that needs to be worked on. The fact is, historically, this is our economy is based on agriculture. It's still some 39%, I think, of our total state uh, domestic product. And it's, it's just a function of our dirt and being right next to the river. It's, that's just a difficult thing to overcome. We need to be doing it now. We need to have started it. We've made progress. We've made improvements. Totally agree. We've got to get corporate headquarters with you. I'm with you on that. K-12 through people, don't take those jobs. I see what you're saying. We're not investing enough in our public schools. The K-12, through our colleges are brimming with people. 
They're overflowing with, with talent that can take these knowledge worker jobs. You're not going to get such a job if you stop at the end of high school. That doesn't mean you can't go get a great job and make good money. It just means you're not going to go be a financial analyst in a Fortune 500 company with a, with a high school diploma. This ain't going to happen. We're going to come back with a final segment here on the JT Show on this Friday, getting a little fired up. Tax is always a favorite subject of mine. Stay with us. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Imagine waking up, finding out you had a stroke while you slept. That's what happened to me. My wife called 911 and helped me get to St. Dominic's for tests. I went straight into surgery and they removed an inch-long clot from my brain. That's what saved my life. I could barely speak that day, but I've made a full recovery. Now I just want to praise the Lord and say thank you, St. Dominic's. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from All Britain's Jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John Albritton. At Albritton's, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen Albritton's as their diamond store. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learn how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from 
from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat. So if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. When JT isn't on the air, he's probably thinking about cooking food. And when Rhino has some free time, he's likely thinking about soccer or women. But when they're together, they're thinking about you. The JT Show, your source for the truth in a world full of lies. Here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. The great Kenny Loggins bumping us into the final segment. Thanks so much for joining us. The JT Show. Turn the page, man, before you drive us crazy. Damn, Sheila from Hattiesburg. <laughs> Get fired up about that. Uh, thank you for indulging me. Apologize for that. But this is this is a, an area with which I have much passion, as you can tell, economics and, and taxes and building an environment that – boosts our economy and provides opportunity for Mississippians and, frankly, all Americans. And, and what I see, unfortunately, happening is just the opposite. Uh, and that's that's disconcerting, uh, to say the least. Uh, one of the questions we got on the 601 C Spire text line, any good prospects on big companies moving to the state since we got a, a new flag? You know, I I can't discuss specifically but uh, I, I am blessed and fortunate to be involved with the Madison County Economic Development Authority and, and third year, starting third year, being on that board and, and serving as the chair this year. But I can tell you that there have been companies that have, that have passed on projects because of the old flag. That's absolutely the truth. I uh, don't know that there are any specifically that are saying, well, we're coming to Mississippi uh, because of the change right now in the pipeline. But what I can offer and pass on is that we have the biggest, the most active pipeline of, of business expansion, economic expansion, working with the Madison County Economic Development Authority ever that I can remember and in my three years. It's, it's incredibly exciting, some big projects. You already know about the big Amazon distribution facility going up uh, out between Gluckstadt and Canton that will hire a 1,000 workers, and, and now it looks like they're going to expand that even further. There's some big projects on the boards with which we're very excited. Uh, you know, I don't know that we point blank ask them, did, did you decide to come because we changed the flag? But I 
I can at least report that there have been projects that we have lost because of the old flag. There's no question about that. And then I've heard reports similar from other areas of the state, other economic development authorities, from the 662. If you want proof cutting taxes work, look no further than the warehouse boom in Marshall and DeSoto counties after the inventory tax was repealed. You know, and add to that, appreciate that, add to that, Tennessee has no state income tax. So I know there are people that would prefer to live south of the border in uh, Marshall, DeSoto counties there, bordering uh, our Tennessee border, that stay in Tennessee and work across the border uh, because of that, so because of the the lack of income tax. So I, I totally agree with that. So... Got one here for you. Lighten it up a little bit. First, Rhino, tell us about the DeLorean before we go, and then I got a story about Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah. You've probably heard the DeLorean story in fits and starts since it was the, I forget who it was, Steve Wynn, Stephen Wynn, maybe back in the mid 90s, purchased the DeLorean name, all the trademarks, the warehouse full of all the stuff and the, the, the parts and components and everything. And was planning on bringing back the DeLorean as a limited-run vehicle, a a collector's item kind of thing. And that's been, again, trying in fits and starts since the mid-'90s. And it seems like about every 18 months nowadays you get this update that the DeLorean's going to do this, DeLorean's going to do that. Now it seems that they have pivoted and they're looking at getting into the market with the DeLorean, the the original stainless steel gullwing look, but with an electric motor for an engine. Well, and you would expect that with a new vehicle these days, as it just seems like that's pretty uh, pretty much a done deal. We're yeah, moving in that the, direction. The so. biggest hurdle for DeLorean Motor Company in the last few years trying to get the ball rolling has been the original engine doesn't meet current emission standards yeah. and won't be legal under the standards by the time they would have been ready in next year, about the middle of the year. Yeah. Well, we're going to see where all that's going with uh, more executive orders and policy coming from the Biden administration that is bound to make the price of of uh, fossil fuels more expensive, hurting the middle class the most. Before we go here, Bernie Sanders. So we talked yesterday. It's become iconic, him sitting at the inauguration, slumped down on the chair, his, uh, his hands crossed with those mittens on, right? Well, it was a Vermont school teacher that's behind the cozy mittens, as they are called, that uh, that Bernie Sanders wore. And uh, she ended up selling them, and she doesn't have any more for sale. She sold out of them, and now she says you can get them through Etsy, great craft. There are a lot of great crafters on Etsy, she says, who make them. So if you want to get some of Bernie's mittens, go to Etsy and buy them all. That, sold them out. Everybody wants to be Bernie. <laughs> I'm Bernie Sanders. <laughs> buy my mittens. Unbelievable. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate you uh, listening in today. We'll be back Monday. Stay safe. God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.